hello again, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers podcast, the slightly number one growing podcast, according to Chartable, but we're still in the bottom 200 somewhere. But we're climbing. We're, we're riding those rails. We're going up further and further. I am babbling nonsensically, so that means it's a new episode. Welcome to August. Thank you for joining us here. At the time of this recording, it's not August yet, because I know Ryan's going to say something. That's right. I'm with Ryan, and it's Davo. Ryan, how are you doing today? First off, I wasn't going to say anything about that, because you gave me something <laughs> bigger to talk about. Right <laughs> you said bottom 200, and I just took a quick look at the numbers there uh, for iTunes. To be in the bottom 200, uh, five people would actively have to tell you that they didn't watch your show for that to be possible. <laughs> so you're saying I fucked that up? Yeah, you need negative five. People like they, they, they opened it up in the app and they threw their phone directly in the garbage after they saw it. Oh, so all right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. So there we so, are. So top two hundred? I'll take top two hundred. We'll take top Yeah. We are we still top two hundred? Sure, why not? It's our show. We could we could say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. <laughs> it's true or not. Fuck the FCC. Um, Ugh. I don't think the FCC has anything to do with what we do. Exactly. That's why I'm saying we could say whatever the fuck we want. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Hey, welcome back. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. How you been, buddy? It's been a while since we actually got to sit down and talk for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All my crazy work shit is over for a while, which is nice. Uh, You know, hopefully things just get a little, a little a little more flexible i i I don't know how to describe how to describe this how this past month has been uh but just nuts absolutely crazy chaotic um yeah chaotic stressful stressful so we're finally here and we can find some time to record a bunch of episodes for you guys hooray um yeah yeah it's phenomenal phenomenal i'm I'm really i'm actually excited you you know what that sucks because you're gonna leave this in because i know you're you're doing this episode uh (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm always excited to record yeah he's got it it's clipped it's done it's done it's in Mm, got it got it ryan showed his sensitive side and he showed that he's actually proud of his job i love you buddy okay i I don't know where i was going episode (laughs) oh we're gonna do that all right so this episode actually came in from a instagram viewer of ours Nick from Dadding Greatly, so thank you very much for that one. Uh, well, Ryan and I are both toddler dads, as I like to say, the new dad still, that zero to five range, because, you know, life throws wonderful curveballs with toddlers. And one of those wonderful curveballs is teaching your child or children, multiple children, I'm doing this so much better than you, how to stop yeah we're really we're really killing it today stop going into the bathroom into their diapers and teaching them a whole new life of using the toilet like a normal human being so that's what we're talking about today we're talking about the struggles of potty training when you should potty train how you should potty train and maybe some stories from Davo and ryan how did i do buddy did i did i crush that one yeah you're you're good i did all right all right cool so Since yeah. I took your job today, why don't you take the first one? That was my point. Was like you know, like we we divided this up into portions, and there's a lovely outline you wrote. I did, <laughs> and write an um, you know, yeah, you did. I'm looking at it right now. It's in Slack. 
That's a joke we haven't used in a while. <laughs> we haven't used Slack in a while for you OGs. Yeah. Well, you're yeah, welcome yeah, for Slack. For you've, been, you've been around a while. Dave randomly throws something in our fucking Slack account. And I'm like, wait, what? That's just still, I still still have notifications for this on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I had to dust the cobwebs yeah. off, man. You also made me download Google calendars for my iPhone. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't make you. You said, oh, this is a lot better than iPhone. So it, it I'm going to use this one. Uh, it is significantly easier. Um, I know it is. Were you going to download Were you going to download Apple calendars for your No, absolutely uh, not. I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, put, I wouldn't put that garbage on my phone. I'm yeah. A human being, not a monster. Uh, well, they're all monsters. Fair. Fair. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, potty training. That's potty training. <laughs> potty training. So according to our friends over at the Mayo Clinic, um, and by friends, I mean some people who do real research and us just using their content on a regular basis. Um, they uh, you they guys rule. have a – yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, they have suggested uh, when the time to start potty training is in between 18 and 24 months. But, but some kids may not be ready till three years old. And I can completely agree with that, actually. Because uh, my son was a stubborn, stubborn, <laughs> stubborn little fucker. <laughs> um, I like these, I like these uh, signs you gave me too, Dave, because none of this happens in real. <laughs> um, for instance, uh, can your child uh, walk and sit on the toilet? Well, I mean, yeah, if he wants to. Um, these are uh, to show you, to, signs to show you if they're ready, by the way, before I start going into these. There you go. Um, the meat and potatoes of all this. Can your child uh, pull their pants up and down? That's a pretty, you know, standard practice thing you're going to need to know how to do. My son still has trouble doing it. <laughs> so I'll explain that why. Balance, man. It's that coordination. It's weird. Uh, it, yeah, sure. That's what I'm, you. <laughs> I have problems putting my pants on and off. So you know, give them some stuff. Yeah, this is this is actually a good one here. Is like, yes. can your can your child stay dry for up to two hours? No, that's um that's a real thing because it shows uh their ability to actually hold hold till they get to a place where they feel comfortable doing it. Um, urinating, urinating that is. Um, can your child understand and follow basic directions? No, no, he cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. Just a flat no. Yeah, it's absolutely no. Love it. Um, can your child communicate when he or she needs to go? Yes, that's a big one. That's a huge mm-hmm. one. In fact, that should be on the top of this list. I just copy and paste it. Let's let's be honest here. All right, that, All right that's yeah, about I know, much I know, work I know I what happened. This. Yeah, yeah. Um, does your child seem interested in using the toilet or wearing big kid underwear? Um, if yes to most of these, it might be time to start. So, oh. what I would say is. That list is great, and you know you definitely watch out for that stuff. But don't don't use it as a end all be all, uh, because I mean I, when we started training my son, it was probably one of those things. <laughs> hey Kevin, you want to use the potty? Maybe. Uh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that was about it. So, Dave, me, yeah. Oh, my turn. Yeah, yeah. Interject. This is a I will interject. Panel. Oh, this is that time. For, see, it's been a while since we did these, man. We're just we're, we're yeah, getting back to the flow of things. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely not. See, we get on a good flow, and then we just completely dive bomb into obliterate, 
Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. You're welcome for that. It's a new word now. Put it on a mug. I agree with about, I'd say almost every single one of these. Now. Oh, no, I never said I don't agree with them. I just said, you know, assuming that most of them are are, what's going to happen. It's just, that's a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask. And I would say, you know, what are there, like seven or eight of these that I think they put in there? Like three. You don't know. You wrote it. (laughs) I I I can barely count past three. Let's be honest here. No, but a, a lot of these, I mean, Colts started doing a lot of these, my son. And he under well, I'm going to get to that point later on yeah. in the episode, but he understands a lot of these, but I don't want to spoil what we're going through right now. Cause I'm sure there are some dads and parents that are going through this wonderful, wonderful stage of potty training, you know, ripping out their entire life of wearing a diaper. And now you have to go shit on the toilet like a real man. Yeah. 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 So it's tough. sell. It, it's it, a tough you sell. know what? It is a tough sell. And as annoying as it can be, and we're going to get into that here here in a moment, it's a tough moment for both the parent and the child because, like, you know it going through what you're going through now and me getting into that journey. It's like just shit on the toilet. That, that's what we do. That's what we do. And they're like, ha, 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 no diaper on. Fuck you, dad. I'm gone. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker. Like, so I understand it. it it's a very stressful time for both you and your child because like it's a complete culture shock for them the moment that they that your significant other birds them they're used to shitting in a diaper like just free-flowing or pissing whenever so when you're working on doing this make it as positive as an experience as you possibly can uh one thing that we've started doing is it doesn't matter if he sits on the toilet for five minutes or 30 seconds we're applauding him for doing it and even though it's stressful we're doing that because he we're teaching him uh, another good one that we're actually going to start implementing after i started doing this research was scheduling potty breaks for them you know the mail clinic recommends doing um two hour intervals and having them on the potty for 15 minutes that's great in theory but it may not be great in practical application you know, as a two-year-old or as a three-year-old, they're they're more worried about eating that four-month-old chicken nugget they found under the couch cushions than they are about trying to go to the potty. So, I mean, work. It, I would work something like that into your routine if you can, if you're having a hard time making that part of their scheduled routine, especially especially if they're staying dry for up to two hours. Yeah, absolutely. I know. That's Cole, it. I mean, yeah. If you can afford the time to do that, yeah, absolutely do that. Yeah. Because uh, I know Colt's been staying dry for multiple hours, and we're like, "Well, he, you know, he's there, but he's not there in that sense yet." Um, and this is a big one that I've really started taking to heart. When you start seeing them with the signs, just stop what you're doing and go. Let their body be their guide. Their body knows when it's time for them to go to the bathroom, whether they're dancing. They they tell you, "Hey, I have to poop." Whatever the case is, just rush them to the toilet. Even if they like stiffen up on a board and don't want to sit on the potty, just keep encouraging that every time they do it. Because then that repeti- that repetition is going to start making headway towards actually training. And as long as you're keeping it positive. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I- I'd like to tell a little story of something not to do. 
Ooh, so okay. we were getting Kevin. Um, we were making progress with him. You know, using the potty, and you know, it just took forever because he was stubborn. And he, uh, you know, you're in that like late two, three to four phase, and it's possessive. Everything is possessive. Hey, that's mine. Hey, that's mine. Hey, you're taking away my diaper. Fuck you. That's my shit space. Stop, Dad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you know you give him the little trainer potty. I don't know if you've had one of those. those yeah, we have one. Clean out for a year. And like that's that's his potty now. Okay, cool. That's his potty. Uh, good luck taking that shit away from him until he's ready. Uh, and you like, you put him on the big boy potty all you want, but it's not going to change the fact that like oh he feels comfortable. Um, doing that. So what we ended up having to do, well, before I go into that, but the mistake. So we finally got him using the big boy potty, using everything. And now we can like, hey, we can go out to places longer because mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to be near the house. So we're at a Walmart and she takes him into the pot, into the bathroom. And he's got his little bathroom seat that, you know, so we can sit there. Right. And they have one of the automatic flushers. You see where this is going? Kind of. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That fucking, that's those toilets, they flush with like a lot of like suction and it's, it's very, it's very loud. Um, and it freaked him out Mm because all of a sudden, like he's so tiny, he tripped it once and he could move out from, out from it real fast. And, uh, he lost his fucking mind and it set us back like two months. Oh, he just just would not sit on the potty. He's afraid like a monster was going to jump out of it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah so okay be aware of that be aware of, of, of uh those kind of things that could happen so let me ask you this have you like when you are at a store or something like that have you taken kevin with you to the bathroom like if you had to if your wife wasn't around and you're like hey buddy come on you have to come with me yeah not until quite recently though okay yeah. okay yeah so we, we had to work through stuff the problem is like i said it's possess it possession that he's like, even if, even when he was, u- even when he started using our toilet, it, it, it's still the toilet in his house. Hey, this is okay. where I do my business now. Why am I going somewhere else to do it? He, the, the concept of I can go, you know, pee and poop wherever I want isn't there yet. It's, it's not like, hey, hey, this is somebody else's toilet. Why am I here? So that freaked him out for a little while. He's a very, gotcha. he's a very conscious young man, apparently. <laughs> He's very, very, uh, you know, you know, like conscious young man who's not a, not opposed to hucking his fucking diapers over the landing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, and you know, like we still do the big boy pull ups. Um, oh, do you? Uh, at night? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we say we tell him, hey, you know, if you got to go to the bathroom, come knock on the door mm-hmm. or um, talk into the camera because we have a we have a monitor, and we'll we'll come get you, okay? Um, and he does. He'll he'll wake up at like eleven o'clock at night, and then just be like, "I gotta go pee." So and then he'll go pee. And he'll put. He, he's he's actually gotten to the point now where he'll take his little seat and put it on the toilet himself and everything, which is really nice. That's awesome. But um, he's not tall enough to like like pee into the toilet standing up. Right. So like that's the next that's the next thing we gotta we gotta work on. And like I'm not looking forward to to that. That's gonna be a lot of clean up cleaned up messes. I'll put it to that way. It's it's gonna be clean up. And I mean, that's one of those things, obviously, you know, when the kid finally gets it sitting down, that's something you can always transition to later. Yeah. Again, it comes down to like that whole, holy shit, this is a whole new world. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I mean, for me, 
Colt, right now, he's not quite three yet, but he understands the theory of going to the bathroom. Like, he knows what he has to do. Yeah. And he knows all the steps and he knows everything. He's just a stubborn little prick about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how Kev, that's how Kev was, too, for the longest right. time. He just, he just wanted nothing to do with it. He's like, he, why do I need this? I have this other thing. Is this going away? Why would this go away? This is mine. And that's the big thing that we're trying to teach our son about is, hey, yeah, I know you have this thing that you've had for so long. But that day is going to end and we need you to start focusing yourself towards this. Like he'll, um, for example, just recently, the last couple of days, we've been getting some decent leeway with going on the potty with them. And he'll say, oh, mommy, daddy, poop. And I'm like, okay, you have to poop? Yeah. And then we run to the potty quick. He, we take off okay. his diaper. He sits down on the big boy potty with his little seat that we have. We have like an Elmo trainer for him, but he wants to sit on the big one like dad and scroll through memes. And about 10 minutes go by, whatever the case is. And then he's like, oh, no, but diaper, viper. So as soon as we put a diaper back on him, nothing happens. He shits in the diaper. So he understands what happens because he's walked in countless times with me in the bathroom. I mean, countless times. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get to poop in privacy anymore. Never. I never. I, I haven't pooped in privacy since ever. Yeah. Oh, weird. It, ever. Ever, ever. Forever, ever. E- ever. <laughs> That's going to sound weird. Great sound bite. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to like that like why are you taking away this thing that i know that i do it's comfort for me you know by trying to teach him like hey here's a stick like we have a whole thing of paw patrol stickers like hey if you go to the potty you get this specific sticker if you pee or poop you're going to get a sticker out of this potty and you could put it wherever and kind of do it that way he's like oh okay me use the potty and he gets mad when we don't give it to him because he thinks we're going right. to give it to him and no fuck you so we try and keep it as positive as his experience and obviously it's hair ripping out but again, he's not quite three. He knows he he has the logical side down. He just doesn't have the emotional side cut. So that's the right. big side that I feel a lot of parents have the issue with is how do I get him to focus on the emotional side of things? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like we don't always have the answer. Right. All we can do is tell you our, our experiences. And, and I, I, think, I don't have one for you there. And and that's the thing that I, I want to try and at least bring home today for, you know, anybody listening to this is like, we understand the logic behind it. Like you have to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom, it's done. And like I talked about in the beginning of the episode, this is a brand new fucking terrifying change for your children where they think a toilet monster is coming out or they just don't want to do it because it's comfort to them. And that's all they've known. When you're looking at this, this is not just logical and analytical. It's logical and emotional so now you have to take the emotional toll and say okay here's the situation how do i overcome this obstacle here for us it's keeping it positive it's reinforcing things we're still in the process of building more and more of a routine with normal potty breaks but as long as you keep that consistency and i think as long as you keep that positivity and it just encouraging whether it's 30 seconds or 30 minutes. Hey, man, you know, yeah, I don't think there's a wrong answer in that one. I don't think there is either. Going back to the sticker thing, I think a friend of 
Like I, I've gotten all kinds of suggestions about how to do this. And the two that stick out in my head the most are um, when you are teaching, especially a boy, well, only a boy. I don't know why you teach a girl to stand up and pee. Because um, it's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah she-wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, um, when you when you teach a, teach a boy to do that, I think one of the things that really needs to be thought of is like motivation on how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two stuck out in my head. A, a buddy of mine from my job um, was teach was telling me because I was asking him. He's like, he's a kid. I, I guess this kid's five or six now. Okay. Um, he's like, oh, we put um, Cheerios in the toilet. We call them targets. Um, so yeah, yeah, it is a good idea. Ooh, that it, is a good it's, idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, it's the only use that I can understand for Cheerios right now, <laughs> unless they're honey, honey, the honey ones. Those are those are the shit, or the frosted ones. The not the new crappy frosted ones, the old school frosted ones. I haven't had Cheerios in forever, so wrong guy on this. Well, one. yeah, it, it turns something that's re- it turns something that's relatively healthy into a cardiac problem, and I'm all about that. Um, and the other thing is uh, my wife's friend, um, with her daughters, uh, they would do the positive reinforcement thing. Mm -hmm. So they had, uh, they had, um, like a jar full of M&Ms there. And every time the kid successfully used the, uh, the potty, all right, you can have a, you can have an M&M. They were the potty M&Ms. Right. Exactly. The problem is with that though, first off, I would eat them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's why you have to have your toddler potty M&Ms and you have to have your Ryan M&Ms for the potty. No, no, no. You see, I paid for all the M&Ms. They're fucking mine. If I'm going to if I'm gonna have a couple beers and sit on the toilet, take a shit and eat, eat these M&Ms, I'm going to fucking do it. Um, second, Touché. he is going to find a way to get into them. He's a very smart young man. He'll figure out the child locks. He'll rip the doors off his hinges. He'll, he'll figure out how to get to those M&Ms. He is still my son. Remember that. Well, so is mine, and I'm an asshole. I mean, I'm a nice asshole, but mine's also a creative little monster child as well, too. But, I mean, right. they can't climb a fridge. They can't climb a medicine oh, no, cabinet. No, no, like, I think the, the onus is that these, like, stay in the bathroom, like, in the medicine cabinet, somewhere, which is a little gross. Uh, I'll say that right now. But I'm not, like, but if I'm upstairs, I'm not going all the way downstairs just to get them an M&M. Also, what if I want the m M&M? and just carry when's Ryan, ryan's time to have m&ms i've been i've been shooting in the toilet for 35 years i feel like i gotta make up for lost time you know what i talking. could just see you with a 55 gallon tub of m&ms and your wife just walks in like leave me alone these are mine it's now just, it's one of those mugs that has a screw on top like mason <laughs> jar mugs and i'm just drinking them like you you have a stein o m&ms yeah i love what the it fuck was that what was that movie with the rock in johnny knoxville walk tall that's what yes. it where he's like, I don't drink anymore. He's like drinking jelly beans out of a mug or something. <laughs> and you're like, oh, sounds like you, you picked up some other props there, bud. <laughs> so there's some great ideas for you guys. If you're having trouble potty training, remember, it's a logic. Not only is it a logical situation, it's also an emotional one for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. so take it one step at a time. Take it one day at a time. You know, you're not going to accomplish it overnight. Your child's developing just fine. You know, that three-year-old range, it's it's an okay time for them to start potty training. Well, just my, keep, my, son's, keep it my son's four, and, he, and we're still working on it. It's completely fine. Completely normal. You're not alone completely in this one. Completely fine. 
like potty train isn't a thing you knock out in a month. Absolutely. Some people would have you fucking believe. No, it's a thing that takes a long period of time. It's a, you have to be consistent. You're modifying behavior. It's, it's a huge part of somebody's life to be part of our society. So you, you almost have to be like a psychologist in a sense, like a little, not, not to get de- a little. Not, not to get deep in it, but yeah, you're changing a behavior. You're changing a mindset essentially. Right. Exactly. But I agree. Exactly. Anything else before we wrap this one up, brother? No, 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 no. I've, I've talked enough about poop today. We talked all poop today. Poop and M&Ms. We are full circle on the Fearless Fathers all podcast. Poop, all back. the time. All poop. All the time. All <laughs> the time. That's what I should just sign off with anymore. Yeah. So, thank you guys very much for checking out this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. As always, it's great that you tune in week in and week out to just tackle the tough things that we're all going through as not just dads but as parents the mindsets that me and my ginger-headed knucklehead friend partner are going through on a consistent basis raising our children i have to get that dig in i miss you buddy yeah it's fine it's fine no i understand understand. so i'm going to keep this one actually pretty short today we don't have many calls of action for you just continue to go out there make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode week in and week out We're dropping new episodes. We got some new fun things coming up in the pipeline. So make sure you stay tuned right here because I promise you, you don't want to miss them. And if you can share this with another family member, another fearless father out there that could use this information so we could build this community, make it stronger and be even higher above the under 200s. We're full (laughs) circle yet again. Your children are learning and growing every day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking these stigmas one step at a time, one day at a time, and together we're going to embrace the fear. 